the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred seven pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening, and welcome to the Andrea K Show. I am so so happy to be here with you all tonight. First of all, because it's Friday, and even though every day is just a joy in my life, I'm happy every day. There's just something about a Friday that just gets everybody in a great mood, in spite of the fact that this has been one long week of drama mamas and i'm glad to put it put an end on this one um i'm also really glad to be sharing this hour tonight because we're it's like we're old school here tonight at kcbqam 1170 because sitting in for dj carrot sticks tonight is none other than my old school producer engineer who one of the listeners tonight gave him a really clever cool nickname sitting in tonight Fairly new employee here at KCBQ, Dijon Dillon Hanks. Hello, hello. Hey, y'all recognize that voice, don't you? Yeah, it's Dylan. He's back in here with me tonight. He's actually just sitting in for Todd. Don't get too excited. He's not going to be the, you know, every Andrea K. Show engineer. Um, Todd does such a great job for me anyway, so I'm just spoiled. Whether I get Todd in here with me or, or Dylan, I'm just happy to be here and sharing the hour with these great, you know, everybody here. Dylan and I were laughing beforehand because we had a great time at Astor. We did. Love everybody there. But we were like, I said, Dylan, what's the gossip here at KCBQ? He's like, there's no gossip. I said, you're right. I said, they're so professional here. Not like our last, not like our last station, huh, Dylan? <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything bad about our last station. No. I loved them. I did. No, I loved them too. And in fact, um, I, I still have the open with, so that I can hear Rick's voice every time I sit down at the microphone. That's that's our old buddy Rick Rome from Astor. In fact, I'm going to be having lunch with Rick on Tuesday. And, you know, he's still, you know, kind of like my mentor. You know, I talk to him on a regular basis and get suggestions. In fact, I may even have a couple announcements coming up in the next week or so for you all Andrea K listeners out there. Um Todd, if you happen to hear this show either tonight or of the week, please, please, please take care of yourself and get well. We're wishing you the best, and we're sorry that you're feeling down. And um, tonight, if you want to be a part of the show, friend me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K5. Not going to have much time for calls tonight, but anyway, if you feel like it, 888-344-1170. Um, it's been, a, like I said, it's been a lot of lot of drama this week, and so I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to actually have some laughs during the show here tonight, and that's one reason why I'm glad my gal Della B is going to be calling in at the bottom half of the hour, um, calling in from her undisclosed location, but from a very well-known location around the world is going to be a report live from Jerusalem, and that's our good friend David Wiseman who's going to be calling in because things are hot over there. You know, it, things have been so hot here politically in America that we've really lost sight of the threats that our greatest ally is facing as well as what's going on in the world, and it's really dangerous times over there. Um, but I was glad that I got – we're going to get into some heavy stuff tonight. We're going to talk about Hillary in the 2016 race. We're also going to have some laughs. And I was coming, pulling into the studio, and I called Dylan, and he came and met me at the elevators. And, you know, I before I had a chance to tell him, hey, find me some quirky, funky, weird story that I can laugh about tonight, he says, hey, I picked you up some gum today. 
I'm like, you did? You got me some gum? He's like, yeah. So he hands it to me, and it's a picture. I'm going to post a pic of it and put it on Facebook, but it's a picture of a woman hurling into a commode, and it says on the gum package, I kissed a Democrat gum. And I cracked up, of course. And one of the reasons why I did, because I was thinking about uh, Twitter today and that this was really apropos. The gum package that should actually say I had to I was forced to tweet and endure being trolled to death by liberals on Twitter all afternoon over Planned Parenthood. So I was glad, Dylan, uh, to have the laughs because it was really quite dreary this afternoon because the links that the left is going to. Mark Stein said it in his article, Clumps, Lies, and Videotape. He said, the defense of Planned Parenthood is as disturbing as the pile of parts. And I I finally had to block all these people on Twitter just a few minutes ago because the links that they were going to to defend Planned Parenthood so so far into mocking God and uh, trying to use Scripture as a way to say that that, uh, God would actually approve of abortion— and that babies were property and fetuses were property was beyond disturbing. It's really gotten to a really bad place when we have this going on in our nation. And last night on the show, I played a clip <clears throat> that was really shocking to me. A lot of people had been playing that video yesterday, and they were thinking about how uh, the woman had blatantly said on the audio tape how she had said, "We well, we got to use the word research, and we, you know, we can't, you know, we don't want to get caught." selling fetal parts across state lines. What really jumped out at me was her statement that sometimes um, whole babies are delivered in advance and brought into Planned Parenthood intact. And I said, well, wait a second. Why didn't anybody on that videotape, why didn't those guys in, in, in that interview, why didn't they ask her what happened? What do you mean? What does that mean? What did she mean when she said Babies are brought into Planned Parenthood, delivered in advance, and brought into Planned Parenthood intact. Are they brought in alive? What do they do with them? What happens with them? Well, then today I find out that there's a video, not a video, an undercover video that's been produced, but an interview actually to where this guy, um, David, I'm I'm not even sure how to pronounce his last name, but he's the Center for Medical Progress, had an interview with what I thought originally was an actual journalist, Allison Camerato. I guess evidently that's what happened. Your brain gets sucked out of your head. When you go over to CNN, but in this interview today, um, he reveals pretty much an answer to that question that I posed last night. Dylan, can you play the clip? STEM Express is trying to suppress a specific video recording of a meeting with their top leadership where their leadership admitted that they sometimes get fully intact fetuses shipped to their laboratory Mm -hmm. from the abortion clinics that they work with. And that could be prima facie evidence of born alive infants. So that's where they're trying to suppress that videotape and they're very scared of it. Wow. Born alive infants. This is infanticide. You know, one of the things I talked about last night on the show was how Barack Obama voted present most of the time when he was a state senator. And one of the rare times that he decided to vote was to deny medical care for children uh, that had survived late term abortions. Yesterday, I think it was on Facebook or the day before, um, Peggy had made a really good comment on Facebook about that this was why President Obama had signed that late term abortion bill for the sale uh, of of human parts. And then today we find out an article was posted that um, Ms. Richards, the head of Planned Parenthood, had visited the White House upwards of 50 times. In fact, his first day at office, she was one of his visitors. His, visit, his visits um, of people to the White House are well choreographed, well planned in advance most of the time. 
and really are there to serve an agenda. This is the agenda of the left. And it is the devaluation of life and of children. This is classic Marxism. This is what communism is all about. And this is what Sharia is all about. It's, it's you know, um, a government deciding what lives are valuable and which ones aren't. It just really doesn't get much worse than this. Um, you know, the, the defense of Planned Parenthood, you know, one of the th- things that these wacko people were saying on Twitter was that, oh, they're just doing so, so much good, you know, for women today. Well, that same Denver Clinic... Where that doctor was talking uh, on the in the video last night about um, babies being born intact, that same Denver clinic um, has been uh, actually had to settle a lawsuit because they were accused of contributing to sexual abuse of a 13 year old who was brought to that Planned Parenthood clinic pregnant as a result of a rape of her stepfather. The stepfather brought her in there. They performed an abortion without the parental consent, gave her back to the stepfather who went on to to abuse her. The mother filed a complaint after learning about it. He has since been arrested and is in prison. But there's a Colorado law that mandates the reporting of known or suspected abuse of minors. And it mandates parental notification. So this this is the real war on women, in my opinion. It's the war on women, on young girls. We talked about last night how this is a calculated salesman strategy to entice young girls in, into taking birth control pills that they know is going to fail so that they can sell them the big ticket items. This is a strategy of um, dehumanizing uh, children. It's, it's part of an overall strategy of an agenda to where it's all about controlling minds and controlling lives of people. You know, by telling women that they're victims of men, telling, victim, telling them that they're victims of a society and that this gives them some control back as a ruse to get them under control of the Democrat Party. Liberalism is all about control, and this is one of the ways that they've gained control over women. And women have fallen for it. They've bought these lies. They've bought these lies as to what Planned Parenthood is about. They've bought these lies as to what, you know, abortion is. And, and you know, we... The last thing that I want to say about this this story is that I didn't even know there was such a thing as a national abortion federation uh, in America, uh, but there is, and they're fighting really hard to keep the the remainder of the videos from coming out because there's even more to come on this story. And um, what I think we need to do is we need to uh, really get on our knees, those of us who are con- who are Christians and conservatives. We need to get on our knees and start praying about this really quickly because. You know, this is just an abomination. This is barbarism. And, you know, the House voted. We're going to talk a little bit about this later. The House did vote to defund sanctuary cities. They managed to find the time to do that, but they did not find the time to defund Planned Parenthood. That is an absolute must. There is no way that our taxpayers' dollars should be going to fund the murder and the slaughter of children and infanticide and the selling of their parts. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to shift gears because I just can't, st- I can't stomach talking about this Planned Parenthood stuff anymore. So we're going to shift gears, and we're going to pick it up on the other side. Ooh, that's one of my favorite songs. You remembered! Dylan remembered some of my favorite old-school songs from when we used to do the show together. Awesome. Hey, don't change that dial, folks. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show right here on AM 1170, The Answer. AM 1170, The Answer. Everywhere you go on iHeartRadio. Want to start living better, longer? LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help. 
proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. Ever hear the saying, two heads are better than one? When you work with the La Jolla Gateway team of Thriven Financial, you have access to our entire team of financial professionals. That's more than 70 plus years of combined experience helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Call the La Jolla Gateway team of Thriven Financial, 858-455-5227. For over two years on KPRC, you have heard that if you have a question to just call Ruth. And I'm Ruth. I have been with the La Jolla Gateway team of Thriving Financial for over eight years, and I would love to answer any questions you have. I especially want to thank all the pastors in San Diego County. Thank you so much for all that you do. And for any questions, just call me, Ruth, at 858-455-5227. That's 858-455-5227. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657-333. Convenient, homestyle recipes, and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego-style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it, too. AM 1170theanswer.com. Hear us anywhere in San Diego and the world. AM 1170, The Answer. I've heard people say that... Too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. As many times as we've loved and we've shared love and made love. <laughs> it doesn't seem to me. Like I could just sit here and listen to my man Barry for for the whole rest of the show, but I won't because you guys didn't tune in to listen to Barry, or maybe you did. Anyway, Dylan, Dijon, playing some of my favorite old school smooth grooves. You know, I really need that because it really brings me back to a better place, even though I'm about to rail on the Obama administration. (laughs) Um, What, you know, before the break, we were talking about Planned Parenthood. Now I want to shift and talk a little bit about, um, you know, that's a threat that that's uh, to all Americans, not just children. Um, But the other greatest threat that we face really as a nation from a security standpoint is radical Islam and um, you know, we've got this this Jay Johnson, J spelled J-E-H. I don't even know what the heck that, that means. But anyway, this guy comes out today and he has announced a new policy uh, for the Obama administration. And the new policy is, get this, is that the new policy is, is they will not. It doesn't matter whether or not somebody's holding up a Koran and swinging a sword and shouting Allah Akbar. They will not claim that a terrorist attack is a terrorist attack. And they certainly will not use the word an Islamic terrorism or terrorist attack. And the reason is 
out of respect for Muslims. He says that it's just too critical to use the word uh, uh, against them and that it's actually critical to refrain from using the Islamic label so that they can build trust among Muslims. Now, why are we trying to build trust with Muslims? Shouldn't the Obama administration, shouldn't any United States government be trying to build the trust with the American people? Islam is not what our country was founded on. That's not our political system. I say they're trying, and I've been saying it for a while, that they're trying to build trust with with the Muslims because really Obama is a Marxist. Uh, Marxism and Sharia go hand in hand. They are both totalitarian political systems of, of control. Islam is not a religious uh, uh, should not have a religious designation here in America. It should, therefore, giving it uh, religious uh, freedom protections. It should be labeled as a political system because that's exactly what it is. And what do uh, far-left progressives have in common? If you want to say, well, people say, well, there's no nothing in common with Marxism and Sharia. Well, sure there is. Just look at the treatment of children. One of the things that the liberal progressives have in common with them is the, is the devaluation of the lives of children and the sexualization of children. One of the things everybody predicted when, when we had same-sex marriage come about is, well, what are the restrictions? And sure enough, now we even have a movement of the left to label uh, pedophilia as a, as a sexual orientation. So what does that have to do with Sharia and Islam? Well, you know, this Islam is a religion. It's actually a political system that allows men to marry children. Dylan, and, and if you don't believe me, listen to it himself. This is a guy, actually, you're about to hear a clip from a guy in Iman who's actually been on Hannity shows quite a few times, something chowder, Amon Chowdery or something. Dylan, we please. believe that the lower age for the woman to become mature, meaning she is a mature woman, is at the age of nine. And there's nothing wrong with that. The, the problem is that if you look at all of the countries in the West, they differ with each other. In some countries, it's 14, in some 15, in some 18. You cannot make your mind up because you do it according to your own whims and desires. Whereas Islam is fixed from Allah. Okay, fixed from Allah. So Jay Johnson, is, who said today Islam is a religion of peace, that is not a religion of peace. When you're, when you're perpetrating you know, rape, on children, you are not a religion of peace. That that is a political system of tyranny and control, and it mirrors so much about what's going on with this administration today. And what else? It, you know, it's a constant. You know, this is why I said before. This is why it mattered that Obama was a Muslim, and I do believe that he is not because he practices so much and worships Allah, but because that is where his sympathies lie. If if because it is a political system, he wants a system of, of tyranny and control where a government decides whose lives are valuable and whose aren't. And that's why they do everything they can to constantly defend Islam and who they should be building trust with is not just with the American people instead of uh, of, of Muslims, but they should also be trying to build trust with who is supposed to be our greatest ally, and that's Israel. Instead, you've got John Kerry, who's uh, who uh, who's the son of his counterpart was best man in his wedding, John Kerry, doing this Iran nuke deal to where he gives them, offers them a code of honor in terms of checks and balances against their program. Meanwhile, we've got over in Israel things really getting hot over there with Hamas basically making all kinds of threats uh, against the Israelis. So thankfully tonight we've got David Wiseman calling in to kind of tell us about what's going on over there and give us the perspective um, from Israel. Hey, David, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, I wish you were able to call in um, with a little bit better information, um, but I, I feel like it's important for people to know what's going on because there's too many Americans over here, including 
Jews who vote for Democrats over here who have no they're so out of touch with the real threat that we face. We've got I don't know if you heard this, David, but we've got uh, John Kerry came out and said today that when they chant over there in, in Iran, death to America, they don't really mean that. And when they chant death to Israel, that's not really what they mean. Well, I don't know. I don't speak Farsi. David, I don't know if you do, but I actually believe them that when they say they want to destroy Israel and they want to destroy America, I think they mean it. And I and is, it, it, Iran's counterpart, Hezbollah and Hamas, that's what they're trying to do right now, right? Yes, that is correct. So tell everybody what's going on over there. Okay. Um, well, it happened uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, there was uh, a Molotov cocktail that was thrown in a home, in, a, in, an, Arab, uh, in an Arab home. And right now they are currently blaming on uh, Israelis. Um, but that's happened before where they would blame it on Israelis, even though it's actually Arabs that had done it. Um, so right now they're working on finding the actual suspects. Um, the Prime Minister and all IDF has condemned this terror attack towards the, the loss of the, the loss of a child in that home. And, um, and that is tragic. That's that's incredibly tragic that a child was lost. So then after yeah. that, then what happened with Hamas? And then Hamas uh, has declared a day of rage. And uh, they have quoted that every Israeli is a target. And w- what are they threatening to do? What does that mean, a day of rage? I mean, is is this something to where everybody's expecting people with suicide vests to, I mean, what what are you really facing with this? Um, it can be anything from uh, rockets to uh, stabbings to uh, you know anything that can harm um, any of our people. What's um, it like? It's a matter of men, women, children, um, anybody. When is this day of rage supposed to take place? Well, I know it start according to reports, it started yesterday. I'm not sure how long they plan to have this, but. Uh, yesterday. Well, isn't it really a whole lifetime of rage with these people? I mean, the, the reality of, you know, here we've got this insanity going on here in America with the administration saying Islam is, is a religion of peace. Their, their, whole, their whole ideology is that they feel like it's their duty under a law to take out the infidel, which are the Jews, and those who stand with the Jews. So this is their entire life's quest. This is their caliphate. So it's really an entire, it's, it's, it's centuries of rage, is it not? That's correct. So you also... It's been gone for many, many years. Well, one thing that was disturbing to me was uh, you wrote an article recently about, and we didn't plan to discuss this tonight, but, but I hope you are okay with me asking about it. You wrote an article recently that had to do with a, an altercation that took place. And I don't remember if it was at the Wailing Wall or where it was. And where the Jews actually got in trouble for speaking back to the Islamists who attacked them. What happened there? Um, if I think I know what you're talking about, you're talking about the incident at the, at the Temple Mount where um, yeah. a, a woman got arrested for calling Muhammad as a pig, correct? Yes. I cannot believe that in this day and age with everything that's gone on over there that somebody would get arrested for hate speech against Muhammad. That is shocking to me. And the sad thing about it, it's actually uh, Israeli leftists that actually recorded an incident and got her in trouble. Wow. Um, 
Well, first of all, I, I thank you for calling in and letting everybody know. I'm just trying to raise awareness as to what's going on over there. You know, God bless Israel. I stand with Israel. Y'all all know it's well documented my affections for BB and all of the Jewish people. My goal is someday to get to go to the Holy Land and meet the great man himself. And hopefully I'll have a chance to have a cup of coffee when I when I do, David. And I want to congratulate you for deciding to pursue journalism and doing the great work that you're doing. Tell everybody how they can read your work. Sure. Um, you can uh, follow me on my Facebook page and also uh, at Twitter. Um, I'm on Twitter as well. Um, and I um, have uh, articles at the Conservative uh, Underground Dispatch as well as on the real side. Um, thank you. All right. Thank you, sweetie. Have a great day and a great weekend. All right. You too. Okay. Um, we got to shift gears here. I want to talk a little bit about Miss Hillary. Um, you know, there's a lot of speculation going on right now about Hillary and what's going to happen with her. Because it seems like her poll numbers are really as, as really ugly. Her poll numbers are as ugly as she is right now. They're as ugly as that $600 haircut. Dylan, did you hear that she had, I think, Bergdorf Goodman? Or, or she had like an entire department store shut down. She's just woman of the people. She had an entire department store shut down so she could get a $600 haircut. Okay. And then she goes back and gets on her private jet. I want to know, you need to Google for me and find out what happened to the Scooby van. Because remember when she was riding around in a van trying to act like she's just one of the little people? She's finally decided that didn't work for her. She couldn't. She could only stand the phony for so long, okay? Well, it's no wonder that now somebody said, yeah, I think it was Warren Trammell asked me yesterday to report on Hillary's poll numbers. Well, they are her, her unfavorables are very high. And you know who else is are, are very high, which is Obama's. He, I guess he went around the world trotting, bragging about how uh, if that Constitution wasn't in his way, he could get elected for a third term. Well, according to Rasmussen, that's absolutely not true. Um, what we do know that's true about Hillary, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later in the show, is that more of her emails have come out. Um, dribs and drabs. The GOP has done a horrible job in terms of holding her accountable for this. The woman has broken the law. She broke the law when she set up the server in the first place. Um, but you know, we know that now it's been proven that many of the emails were classified. That's why the inspector generals have referred her to the FBI. We also know that was revealed in these emails today is that she was very active, according to these emails, in a push to get the Unaffordable Care Act to be approved, even though that was her big thing when she was first woman, right? Uh, we also found out in these emails that were that were um, forwarded today, like 2,300 of them, that Planned Parenthood had her private email address. We also found out, by the way, today, that uh, that Ms. Richards woman who runs Planned Parenthood, her daughter actually works for the Clinton campaign. What a coincidence over in Iowa. And um, the last thing that we know about Hillary in these emails is that as of yesterday, a huge percentage of of the information of the emails and the content was redacted by Obama and uh, his administration and labeled confidential and secretive. So what is GOP? What are y'all doing? I mean, the entire point was supposed to be to get these emails to find out what was said. So the Obama administration and Hillary said, well, there was never, she didn't break any laws. There was never anything confidential. There was never any classified information that was sent on the emails. So then now it comes time to cough them up, and they're saying they can't cough them up because they were classified. Get a special prosecutor and bring this woman 
up for indictment and put her behind bars where she belongs. She doesn't belong getting a $600 haircut and burged off Goodman. It ain't working to make her look any better anyway. She deserves to be behind bars. And maybe maybe some sister friend of hers that she cozies up with in the jail cell can give her... <laughs> Kid Styler a little bit, Dylan. Hey, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna be, come back. We're gonna talk to Miss Della B. Maybe, maybe not. I'm so in love with you. AM eleven seventy. The answer. Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it too. This radio station exists to fulfill your insatiable appetite for news and information. If it happens here or around the world and it matters to you, we'll be the first to tell you about it and what it means. But that's not all. Our sister station exists to give your life meaning and purpose through the teaching of the Holy Bible. AM 1170, The Answer, exists to tell you about the world. K-Praise, 1210 AM, KPRZ, exists to change the world. Together, we can do it. Do you struggle with the day-to-day management of your business? Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you online at www.proteuserp.com or call today. 877-749-3533. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation, a fresh, healthy micromarket at absolutely no cost to your business. A fresh, healthy micromarket is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold-pressed juices, and more, all at a convenient self-checkout kiosk. Now you can offer your employees exactly what they want. All natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. If you've got questions, we've got answers. AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. We're coming out. Aren't we, Dylan? Dijon? Well, yes, we are. I, thank you so much for picking some of my favorite songs tonight. He brought me back. He brought me back from the brink, babies. Actually, Speaking of your favorite songs. Yes. <gasps> oh, yeah. One of my favorite songs and one of my favorite people. Hey, Della. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm getting so tickled all of a sudden. What? I'm getting so tickled all of a sudden because I'm looking at Dylan, and I was thinking about one of the reports from when you called in, and Dylan. It's my favorite. <laughs> oh, one tooth. One tooth. Oh, one tooth. <laughs> You know, a story like that comes along in an entertainment reporter's life <laughs> once in a lifetime. Yeah, basically, I could die now. Yeah, you, know? you could, but you can't. You could, but, but you're I not can't. allowed to. Now, what's I'm up, Della? Oh, I had a great evening, a great end of my week. I know there's all of this, you know, brouhaha in the world, but yes. you know what movies do and should do did tonight. I accepted the mission, and oh. I saw Mission Impossible 5, Rogue Nation, mm. and I give it five stingers. Really? Uh, it did what it needed to do. It was two hours of, of entertainment, and okay. it was, you know, it, the franchise is 19 years old. He's, wait, movie, this, uh, he did the first Mission Impossible movie 19 years ago? 19 years. I had this, no idea because I never yeah. saw the first three. I think first, I, I didn't see yeah, any of those. The first one was good. Two and three were not my favorite. Four was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. That that was know, the only one I've I, seen. I, and I know for a fact he did those stunts. He right. was on the outside of the building. He did his own stunts in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really hanging off of a plane in the in the in the opening uh, sequence. He really drove the motorcycle. The man is 53 years old. He's amazing. And I know from people that work with him that he is the hardest working man worker on the set. When he's on the set, he is the hardest worker there is. And he really delivers. And he may be Hollywood's last great superstar. Yeah, he may be. And, um, you know, despite, you know, some of the things about him in Scientology, I mean, his reputation on the set is solid. That he is a hard yeah. worker and he treats the he crew is. well and, um, you know, and I, and he puts out good product. You know, he's not, you and, know, a year or two yeah. ago, somebody was saying, I was actually at a party up in La La and somebody was saying, it's over for Tom Cruise. You know, it's no. it's, it's dead. It's behind him because he's had some ups and downs when he, you know, yep. with Paramount and everything that happened there. But he sounds like he's back. Not, um, he's who, else is, who else is in this one with him? Well, yeah, a, a breakout performance for a, I, I'm going to guess is going to be a new star. Her name is Rebecca Ferguson. She's a Swedish actress. She plays Ilka. Is she good? Is she bad? Is she rogue? Is she not? We don't know. They're all through the movie. But she, when she is on screen, she pretty much owns owns the screen. Ooh, good. And she's, she is delicious. And she has good chemistry with Cruz, unlike, mm. unlike you know, what he has with others. And, and she's got the sex appeal in this movie, and she's got the ability to carry her scenes. And they didn't have to go there with nudity or sex, and they delivered. It was hot. We had Jeremy Renner again. Um, Ooh, I like him. Was, yeah, I like yeah, him. Yeah, you know, but the thing is, is I, I love him. He's a great actor, but he's starting to be the Harvey Keitel of his generation. Oh, he's just not yeah, you don't want to go there. Movie. Yeah, you don't want to go there. No, he's not. Alec Baldwin. You know, when Alec Baldwin is playing Alec Baldwin on the screen, it's wickedly fun, and I enjoyed it. Uh, British star Simon Pegg, for those of you who have seen the cult classic, uh, Shaun of the Dead, and then Hot Fuzz, he, mm-hmm. was, he plays... I loved Hot guy. Fuzz, one of my favorites. 
I, he almost, he, he, you know what, there's a lot of scene stealing in this movie. You know, the story is not, the story is about is that Ethan Hunt, played by Tom Cruise, is, is a, now a fugitive and the impossible mission force is being disbanded. And this, but the story is not too big that you can't keep track of it. And it's just fun, fun, fun. And a very satisfying movie. And you I know what? I think I'm going to go. Yeah, I think I'm going to go see it this weekend because you know it has been so much drama this week, Mama. Mm-hmm. I need I need mm-hmm. some laughs, girl. I <sighs> know. Yeah, and that's what Hollywood needs to be for us. It needs mm-hmm. to be okay. Stay out of politics. Just give us good movies. Exactly. Well, it's funny you should say that. I don't know if you have anything else to uh, to report on, but I don't know. There is a movie coming out. Um, that has to do with politics, and I don't know if you've heard about it because I had not heard about it until uh, my boy engineer uh, Todd last night um, sent me the information on it. Have you heard about this production? Actually, Michael Bay, huge director, is directing this. Della, thirteen hours, the Secret Soldiers of Benghazi movie, and it's starring that actor John Krasinski uh, from The Office, which I don't watch. Dylan, I'm hearing something in my ear. I don't know what that is. If you can... Secret Stories of Benghazi? Yeah, it's called, uh, yeah, research this maybe and report it on it next week and, and see if you can get any reviews on it. This. Yeah, it's called 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, directed by Michael Bay, starring John Krasinski from The uh, Office, a show that I never watched. People, Some women think he's hot. I think he's like a, a 2 out of 10. But anyway, okay. if he if he does a good job as a soldier, I don't care about that. Um, what, what concerns me about this and why I want you to, to do some digging on this Dellen report back is that the description about it, uh, makes me concerned that this is Hollywood getting to, you know, trying to prop Hillary up going into 2016 because here's part of the description. Um, it talks here about on September 11th, Islamic militants attacked two American compounds in Benghazi, da, 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 um, Following the attack, State Department officials received continued criticism for failing to provide additional security support before the attack, with then-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton still embroiled in controversy among some right-wing critics over unreleased internal emails. Uh, Hello, not a mention of the cover-up, not a mention of anything about, um, you know, how they blamed a movie, um, you know— so I, I'm concerned that this is a prop piece for Hillary um, ab- about yeah. Benghazi. So we'll have to see. The the the, uh, the the image of the dead diplomat is burned onto my retinas. Yeah. And we'll see if that... The U.S. It, ambassador, Christopher... Yes. Is, it, it, that is, I'm sorry. There, I, and, and that has just not been answered for. There's three images that are burned into my retinas. That one? The image of the scene where they stood amid coffins and lied to the family members and told them, looked them in the eye and said, we're going to get that guy who made the video who, who did this and launched yeah. the cover up. Actually, four images. Mm-hmm. The third image was him fist bumping the next day in Vegas mm-hmm. after the attack. And then the image of him at the United Nations where he went on to say the future does not belong to those who would slander the prophet Muhammad, where he intentionally scapegoated. Uh, America basically with that in our in our First Amendment, so um, we'll see about this movie. So anyway, not to be a downer. I mean, you you That's you started a kill for me. Well, so I don't mean to be a buzzkill girl, but you got to be keeping it real. I mean, let's let's not forget Hollywood is all about the politics. Okay, I'm not afraid to sting them, but I just want to be able to say, hey, 
make some movies that that make us forget. You know, mm-hmm. that, you know, movies helped helped get people through World War II. <laughs> so you know, yeah. so I, I mean, you know, I have to have my entertainment. Sometimes Hollywood delivers, and they mm-hmm. did with this movie. And so you know, well, the trailer actually looks. I did see the trailer. It actually looks entertaining. I just wanted to be entertaining and accurate. And when exactly. IMDb, when IMDb doesn't even have Hillary Clinton listed as as a character in a movie about Benghazi. They're covering up for Hillary. This is a cover-up piece about the greatest cover-up that's happened in in American history. So anyway, was there anything else you wanted to report on, Miss? No, that's it. I wanted to leave everybody with something good. Okay, well then. All right. Well, what? Okay. Well, we're going to leave them on that good note. Go see Mission Impossible. You don't usually give a thumb five stingers. I don't remember the last time you gave five stingers on a movie. Well, I went with a group of people. We all had a great time. We enjoyed our movie. It did it did what you needed it to do. And I enjoyed it. Didn't get lost, didn't get bored, didn't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I like it. There were even laughs. There were even cheeky times when you laughed. See, that's perfect. So, that's a good movie. Yeah. I like a man and a leading man. Who did what yep. he what he needs to do? Well, all your movies are good when you embrace the good Lord Zenu. <laughs> Dylan had to go there, Dijon. All right, Della, thank you for calling in, baby. All right, next time, love me some Della. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We shift gears. We're gonna we're gonna ride the good wave of Della. But we're going to take it back to some other topics. What else are we going to talk about here? We're going to talk about Ben Carson. He had a really good idea, among other things. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Don't change that dial. It's the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. AM 1170. AM1170theanswer.com. Want to start living better, longer? LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. Nobody beats Al Cajon Ford and nobody treats you better. Nobody makes it easier for you, especially now during the summer sale at El Cajon Ford. The best selection of the year, deeper El Cajon Ford discounts, your choice of savings that are just phenomenal. Everything from the Focus, the Fiesta, the Fusions, to the F-Series trucks, the Explorers, Edges, whatever you're looking for, you're going to find the deeper discounts at El Cajon Ford and the kind of service that only they do with the way they do it. El Cajon Ford, Broadway and East Main, local, family-owned, ElCajonFord.com. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 Miramar Kitchen. AM 1170, The Answer.
Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Sitting here on a Friday night at AM 1170. Enjoying myself. Watching all these great comments on Facebook with all y'all out there. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K5. Friend me on Facebook. Glad to have Dijon Dillon, DJ Maple Bar in here with me tonight. Todd, I hope you're getting better and feeling good. Um, great comments on Facebook right now. I think I just read a comment from Doug Kaiser talking about the stunts that Tom Cruise did. Little inside scoop. Della knows um, very well, very closely, the guy who actually um, is involved in stunts with Tom Cruise. And when he was in Dubai on that building out there, they didn't even put up a bag down on the bottom because if he fell off the side of that building, there was no drop bag that was going to save him. So that that was pretty amazing to me. I actually went. That's actually the reason why I went to see Mission Impossible Four because I had heard about that stunt that he did. And that they didn't even put a bag down on the ground for him. And I thought, I can't even imagine. I've gotten to where I, I rode those rides at the top of Stratosphere in Vegas, which is like 400 feet above the strip. And I thought I was going to lose my mind. I was so scared. And I was strapped into a seat. I mean, I cannot imagine. That is the highest building in the world, Dylan. Are you familiar with the Burj Dubai? It's the highest building in the world. And he hung off the side of it. Pass. Yeah. You know what building pass. I'm talking about? Yeah, Did I you do, see I that? He, he literally, that was him out there. Now he was on a wire, but you gonna trust a wire? A You're like a thousand enough. feet. That wire ain't, ain't enough. <laughs> that man's crazy. So anyway, um, last night I want to talk about a couple still political stories, but I think a little bit, you know, a little bit more of an upbeat tone. You know, last night Timothy Shea reported in on what I think is a is a great way for us to go to restore uh, liberty and power back to the people. That's a convention of states. Of course, some guy had to argue with Timothy about it on Facebook today. Um, but, you know, there are some things that we can do to restore our nation to its greatness. And first of all, we can really pay attention to who's running for office, really get inside of what they're about, understand them well, take the emotion out of it and just try to get behind uh, a true constitutional conservative uh, in 2016. Trump's got a book out. You know, one of the things that people have been a lot of the detractors within the party have been saying, oh, Trump's all bluster. Yeah, he's doing a great job of getting everybody fired up over this illegal immigration situation. But really, once he's got to get into debates and get into substance, he's got nothing. Well, you know what? You cannot count that man out. He's actually got a book um, that's coming out this week, right in time for the debates, and it's called Time to Get Tough. It actually originally was published uh, in 2012, um, but he's he's um, bringing it out now, and it's full, accordingly, uh, according to this um, excerpt. It's got 250 endnotes. It's everything from... Um, details about the government accountability office i mean it's welfare reform um cyber warfare energy i mean it is detailed i mean you cannot get yourself to be a billionaire and running projects all around the world without having to know how to manage some details and getting inside some details and coming up with a plan so i'm interested to see what's in this manifesto and see what's in his plan but i'm glad he's got some specifics and that's what people need to do some of this stuff that he's talking about here cyber warfare and health care and welfare reform this stuff isn't as sexy or as interesting or as fun as to talk about but americans really need to get engaged in some of that um, one of the things that I think that's interesting is um, one of the candidates that isn't getting a whole lot of play because of Trump, but he's uh, in terms of the media, but he's still getting increasing support. And that's Ben Carson. And he's been talking about um, an amendment that's 
got some support from the people as well. According to a Gallup survey, nearly 75 percent of respondents expressed support for congressional term limits. We've been talking forever about how, like last night, talking about there's no daylight between the Republicans and the Democrats. When you see what Boehner and McConnell have done, that's why there's been a huge fire Boehner uh, movement going on. Americans are saying it's become them versus us. It's become a ruling class versus the peasants. And one of the ways we've got these career politicians and one of the ways of getting the power back to we the people is through congressional term limits. And I'm liking what Ben Carson's got to say about it. Dylan, roll the clip. I think it, it plays well for people who recognize that our nation is of form by the people. And uh, it was designed for people who were citizen statesmen, not for people who were lifetime politicians. Yeah, you know, I mean, one of the things the left has done really well in terms of uh, indoctrinating America and, you know, they take in the history out of the schools. Most Americans have no idea. You look at, you know, 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds today, many of them have no idea. They, they think that this is what government's always been here in America, that we've always had these people like Pelosi that have been in office forever and John McCain that have been in office forever, just literally career politicians. And I don't even think it takes more than one or two terms before, uh, even if they leave after one or two terms, I think they still get a pension for life. Um, it, it's it, it, They literally are a ruling class. And so I think that we need to get behind and start putting some support um, behind term limits because, you know, you can even have people like Marco Rubio and others that get elected with Tea Party support. And then they get to Washington and then they got to get they got to go back into their districts and fundraise and they got to do that by getting in bed with lobbyists and, you know, special interest. And before you know it, they're just as entrenched as anybody else. And so um, that's one thing that we can get behind. Um, I am pleased to report I mentioned it earlier uh, that the House did vote to strip federal funding from sanctuary cities. Now, this is just the House. Um, little civics lesson. It's still got to go to the Senate. Even if it gets approved, then uh, Obama has already threatened to veto it. Um, good. He should be forced to veto this. Um, what this means is uh, they voted uh, Thursday to punish local jurisdictions known as sanctuary cities that defy federal immigration authorities in order to protect immigrants living here. We all know that this is how that beautiful woman, Kate Steinle, uh, was murdered because a five-time, you know, deported felon um, was able to, was basically put out on the street. And this has happened thousands and thousands and thousands of times. 600,000 crimes in the state of Texas alone by illegals. This was passed 241 to 179 um, along party lines. So the Democrat Party, they own that the murder of Kate Steinle and every other crime committed against uh, by illegals as a result of sanctuary cities. Under the legislation, what does this mean? It means that cities that don't comply uh, fully with federal immigration, they lose some money. They lose law enforcement grants. Uh, they lose um, all, all kinds of money, even related to, uh, I think, even some transportation money. The American people, this is Young Duncan here in San Diego, actually, uh, was the one who put this forth. He says the American people have a right to not give their tax dollars to municipalities and states They do not follow federal law. This is our money. One of the things that most Americans don't understand either is there's no such thing as government money. Every dollar that goes from the federal government was taken out of our pockets first. And the American people have a right to say how it gets spent, and it should not get spent to support states or cities or municipalities who ignore the law. And and especially, and in doing so, ignoring the law, end up with Americans getting killed. Not to mention the fact, none of our, again, getting back to Planned Parenthood, talking about murders, none of our money should be going to an organization that's murdering children. 
Okay. But anyway, this was actually good news, and I'm glad to hear it because this involves, did you know that there's 276 states, counties, and municipalities that are sanctuary cities? I mean, basically, we're a nation, a sanctuary nation. Um, A little bit of good news um, regarding Rick Perry on the stump. You know, we got this debate coming up, and it's time to shift gears to some substance, as I said. And I really direct everybody to an article by Andrew Malcolm to read. It's too much information to get into it because it's substance. Governor Perry Actually, you know, I I was really bummed at him for some of the criticism against Trump because, really, there is so much ammunition they have to go against Hillary that not one of them should be bad-mouthing each other. Look at the email situation. Look at Benghazi. Look at every, you know, her support of Planned Parenthood. There's so much they could go after her on instead of going after each other. Um, But they also need to be putting forth ideas. And I was shocked because, you know, he did so bad in 2012 that when I read the speech that he gave, and I heard a little bit of it that he gave at Wall Street, his economic speech, I was blown away by some of the details. So I, I suggest you all go to this article written by Andrew Malcolm uh, yesterday on Investors Business Daily and read it because he, one of one of the things that he does really well in this article is he not only talks about what he did in Texas, uh, where um, a state of 25 million residents, where one and a half million new jobs were created, but he talks about how he did it through tax cuts and regulation reductions. But he even specifically goes into detail about the housing industry and that housing bubble. The reason why that's so important is because he reminds everybody that the entire housing bubble was started under the Clinton administration in an effort to try to um, brag about home ownership under this mindset that everybody's entitled to own a home and they actually the legislation that they did and putting pressure on Fannie and Freddie that they wanted you know to increase the amount of home loans that were given to people who couldn't afford them and it led to the crash and then he calls out President Bush for actually increasing it. So this is a man who's got far more substance than I even realized economically. I was really, uh, you know, he's so much smarter and has so much more of a grasp on economics. My mind is still open to everybody who's running for office on the GOP side. I'm ready for substance. I like what Trump has done to blow the lid off some really important issues. Now I want to hear substance. And I specifically next week, I'm going to talk about uh, foreign policy a little bit and talk about what they're saying on the stump for that. And we've got the debates coming up next week for Fox News. And next week, every Thursday and Friday, here from 9 to 10 on AM 1170 KCBQ, I will be here. Before then, I will be on Facebook and I'll be on Twitter at Andrea K5. Let's keep the conversation rolling. And speaking of rolling, Dylan, thank you for keeping the show rolling tonight. Thank you to David Weisman for calling in, Adela B., And thank you to all my loyal friends out there and listeners of the show. Love you all. Have a great weekend. Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer is sponsored by Andrea K. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.